Hi everyone, Gary here from Infuse Church. I want to welcome you to our online Sunday service for Infuse Church. Jane and I, uh, we are praying for you specifically. We are believing for God to bring breakthrough in your health and in your life as well. If you have any uh, needs or prayer requests, please let us know. You can email me at pastorgary at infusechurch.org.au or you can simply give us a phone call and we'll do whatever we can to try and meet any needs that you may have uh, in this coming week. There's a few things I just need to let you know about uh, in the lead up to this week uh, that's happening in and around uh, Infused Church. Tomorrow, we have our nature playgroup. We're asking for volunteers to come out and help. If you're able to to, to just donate a a little bit of time uh, from 8.30, 30 to 9.30 tomorrow morning to help set up and then from 11.30 maybe to, to help pack up as well makes such a huge difference. We're seeing so many families coming into our nature playgroup and Lisa and the, their family need some help to, to make this run. So uh, it's also creating an incredible doorway into the church. We've seen some families come in to the church as a result of the nature playgroup. So please, if you're available, come out and help us. You will see kingdom impact as a result of it. This coming Friday, we have our Good Friday service from 9.30 until 10.30. Yes, it's going to be right here at Infused Church. Then on Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, I've got a message burning in my heart that I believe God's going to just touch your heart and your life with as I share that message. And again, it's right here at Infused Church, not online. It'll be here at Infused Church. So I'm really encouraging you to, to, to maybe come along with an expectant, open heart. And on Sunday after the service, Uh, There's some special activities for the kids and the youth. And yes, it involves chocolate. Lots of chocolate. So we're looking forward to a really great weekend that's coming up. And don't forget to invite your family and friends. Remember we had those um, invitation cards that we gave out to everybody. There's still heaps of those left. So if you haven't got any, come into the church this week uh, from Monday through to Wednesday. Pick yourself up a handful and go out and invite your family and friends, maybe your neighbours in your street. Tell them you're going to a great service. going to be some incredible things happen over that weekend. So I just really encourage you. It's, uh, it's going to be an incredible weekend, this Easter services that we've got coming up. Right now, it's my, uh, my pleasure to introduce to you Pastor Steve McCracken as he shares a message with us that the Holy Spirit put on him for Infused Church. Grab a pen and a notebook, lean in to all that the Holy Spirit has for you and speaks through Pastor Steve and get ready to have your heart touched by God. Jane and I want to say thank you to all of you for your continued prayers and your support and your love for us over the last few weeks, even over the last few years. It's just really touched our heart and we really do appreciate that it's meant so much to us. Please remember that Jane and I, we believe in you. We believe uh, uh, that God's got an incredible plan for you. We are praying for you specifically. We, are, we love every single one of you. And I just uh, want to say right now, get ready, get ready, get ready, as Pastor Steve shares. And just in case you've never heard me say this, you've been lit up to light up. You've been transformed to bring transformation. And one of the incredible ways you can do that is by getting behind our nature play group tomorrow and inviting your family and friends and coming out and supporting our Easter services this week. Have an incredible week. Don't forget, we love you, but so does Jesus. Jesus loves you so much more than we could ever do. Have a great week, everyone. God bless. Good morning, wonderful friends at Infused Church. Hey, God bless you this morning. It was such a joy and privilege for Sally and I to be with you only a couple weeks ago. And then some of you have got COVID and, and uh, things 
have shifted and changed and you're in isolation. And, and so we just start by sending our love to you and our prayers for you, those that have a, uh, have it at the moment. We just really pray that you are strengthened in Jesus' name, that this will be short-lived that you will be protected in Jesus' name. And for those that haven't, again, that you'll be protected by the wonderful grace and the power of God. I pray that in this time, you'll have encounters with God, that he will speak to you. Never forget, he's with you in isolation and he's with you when you're not. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. And that's really, really good news. But I want to bring the word that I was going to bring on Sunday morning, but I never got to it. So I want to jump right in and honor our time together. Thank you, Pastor Gary, Pastor Jane, for allowing us to be on this journey, even from a distance uh, once again. But to uh, we, we just love you guys. And we believe that these are really significant times. And I've got a very clear word, but I want to start by saying that life has transitions in it. It has transitions all throughout our life. I mean, when children are born and they're young and they're at home, there's a transition where they, they, they're full-time at home and they go now into being full-time at school. That's a big transition. Uh, everything changes after that time. There's uh, going from primary school to secondary school. Again, it can be a big transition, finishing up school. Some people then go on to university. Maybe they go on to getting a job. There's major transitions. People going from being single to getting married. Uh, people being married with no kids to being married with kids. Major transitions in life, and uh, they are inescapable. We can't escape them. They're, they're part of life. But how we journey through through transitions either makes us or breaks us. And I believe that God wants to set you up for success in this transition at the moment in Infused Church, looking towards becoming part of Life Point Church and what God is doing. As I declared, this journey with Life Point is not a cancellation of what God has said, but it is a promotion into all that God has said, promised and prophesied. These are exciting days. They are transition days. And so today, I'm really excited to speak to you about inheriting the promised land. That's the phrase that God gave me uh, while I was there on the Saturday morning. We spoke a bit about transition, and this is really just a flow on from that. And so let's go to the book of Joshua chapter 3. We're going to read from there, but first let me pray. Father, I pray that the Spirit of God will bring alive the Word of God, and you'll just bring out a few little uh, insights, truths, from your word that will empower us as a church, infuse church in this uh, year where there's a transition going on. But Lord, it's not a cancellation, it's a promotion. I, I just got to say that again. It's not a cancellation, it's a promotion. So Father, I pray you'll speak to us from your word in Jesus' name. Praise God. Joshua 3. Verse 1, and I've just got a few verses I want to read and just draw out some principles, some truths that Father wants us to lean into in this. Verse 1 of Joshua chapter 3. Early in the morning, Joshua and all the Israelites set out from Shittim and went to Jordan where they camped before crossing over. And as I read this, uh, the first few words and the last few words of this uh, verse leapt off the page and it's where God wants us to start early in the morning and the end before crossing over early in the morning before crossing 
over. And I wanna ask you a question. What do you do early in the morning? What grabs your attention early in the morning? What grabs your attention as you start the day? And I feel that before crossing over into this new era, before crossing over into this uh, transition, this coming together for kingdom purpose, God wants to restore your early morning intimacy with him. For some of you, it's flourishing. And I say, praise God, keep that as a priority. Lean in, lean in not just to read the Bible and not just to pray, but to spend time with your Father in heaven, to spend time in join the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. For some of you, maybe you used to have regular time with the Lord. Maybe it became a religious duty and you've stepped back. Maybe life just got busy, complications, challenges, problems. Maybe it was just so much going on with family, with work, and um, that's okay. This is just a new day where God says, let's return to early in the morning before crossing over. Early in the morning before going to work, before going to school, before before stepping into our day. Let's be people that spend time with the Lord. And in that time, not just come in with the list of things that we want God to do, but we come to enjoy Him, to encounter Him, to spend time with Him. And so I wanna encourage you, early in the morning, before crossing over, step into all that God wants you to do. Hey, let's go to verse two and three. After three days, the officers went throughout the camp, giving orders to the people. When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, your God, and the Levitical priest carrying it, you are to move out from your positions and follow it. When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, what's that talking about? It's, it's talking about the presence of God. And the Levitical priests carrying it, those that are called to minister and lead there in that environment with the presence of God, you are to move out from your positions and you are to follow it, follow the presence of God. Maybe you can see what God wants to say here in this passage, but I feel that God says, make a commitment now to follow where God is leading you as a church. Sometimes we wanna know where it's all going and, and then we make a commitment. God says, make a commitment now. It's not about following a person or a situation or a position, but following God in His presence. Be willing to leave your positions uh, as you follow God's leading. The future will look different. Again, we've got to make sure that we, um, we're honest with ourselves on this journey. Not everything will remain the same. Infused church will not look like the infused church that it is now necessarily in a year or two or five. But that's okay. God's not going to take you backwards. He's going to take you forward. And it's going to be for kingdom purposes. You're going to grow. You're going to have new people. You're going to get people, um, more people saved and coming through the doors. More people being added. And that adds dimensions to it yourself. itself. There'll be new leaders. There'll be maybe some leaders coming across from life point there'll be maybe some of you move into different positions God will rearrange things and reposition things why because he sees the bigger picture and I want to encourage you when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord when you see the presence of God moving be willing to move out from your positions and follow it I've said it many times before but we need to be people who hold on tightly to God hold on tightly to God and lightly do everything else. Verse four, Joshua three, verse four. Then, I, I, I want you to see this context here. 
verse 2 and 3, when you see the presence of God moving, move out from your position, follow the presence of God. We see movement here. We see following the presence of God and what he's doing. But watch this. Then, when? When you have seen what God's doing, you've moved from your position, you're following what God is doing, then you will know which way to go. Very interesting language. See, we want to, we want to naturally, we want to see which way we're going to go, and then we'll follow God there. No, we start to follow God. We start to follow the moving of the Spirit. We start to follow the covenant of the Lord, and then God will make the direction clear. This goes against the natural way that people want to do things. We want to know where, and then we'll say yes. God says, say yes now. Follow my Spirit. Then you will know which way to go. It's commitment first, and it's clarity second. Commitment first. And clarity second, your commitment now will result in you knowing then. We don't know first, but it is a knowing once we start moving. Then you will know which way to go since you have never been this way before. Oh, God wants us as a church to know that he is doing something new, something that we have not experienced before. But be assured that God is leading you. Infused church, God is leading you. But you need to know in the spirit ahead of time, you have never been this way before. Again, for some people, that's terrifying. There's a sense of, ah, but I want to encourage you. Don't focus on the uncertainty, but on the God who is faithful. Come on, church. Let's keep our eyes on the God who is in our future now, who is saying, I'm going to perfect your faith, perfect your faith. I'm going to finish the work I started. I'm going to take it on to completion and I'm taking you from glory to glory. So let's follow the presence of God, be willing to move out from our positions. Then we'll know which way to go, but we've never been this way before. And that's good news because there is exciting days. But keep a distance of about 2,000 cubits between you and the ark, do not go near it. This is interesting. What's God saying here? Keep a distance from the presence of God. See, see, we need to understand in the days that we live in, the Bible says in Hebrews uh, that uh, 4 verse 16, that come boldly before his throne of grace, that we can come boldly. The Bible says in Ephesians 2, 6, that we are now seated with Christ in heavenly places. So we don't have to hold back from God's presence or keep a distance. He says, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. So what is God saying here? This is what I believe he's saying, where he says, keep a distance of about 2,000 cubits between you and the ark. Do not go near it. God now for us in this journey is not saying be separate from my presence, but I believe with all my heart what he is highlighting here is keep a sense of awe and respect and, and not taking for granted and not becoming over familiar with the presence of God. I do believe globally that God is wanting to restore that sense of holiness and awe, but it's connected in this passage and to you at this time of entering the promised land and this transition of errors that God is saying, uh, keep a holy sense of awe of what I am doing. God is doing a new thing, a new way. Verse 5 says, Joshua told the people, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. Consecrate 
yourselves. Let's lean in. Let's lean in, friends. In the same way that early in the morning before crossing over, that that time with you and the Lord, no one else can do your intimacy with God for you. No one else can do your quiet time, as it were, for you. You're you're pursuing God. You're, You're being in the word and prayer. No one can do it for you. In the same way, no one can consecrate to, to make holy, to set yourself apart, to give yourself fully to the Lord. Someone else cannot do it for you. Pastor Gary, Pastor Jane, they can't do it for you. Uh, Pastor David, Pastor Donna can't do it for you. Sally, myself, we can't do it for you. Only you can give yourself fully to the Lord. And as we step into the fullness of God's purposes, we need to be ones who consecrate ourselves. Why? For tomorrow, in the days coming up, the Lord will do. Come on, I want to declare the Lord will do. Not might do, he will do amazing things, incredible things, supernatural things among you. Oh, so much goodness here. God wants to prepare us now again for what he is about to do. So we need to get ourselves prepared. If you're hearing one thing today, you're hearing this. Prepare yourself. Consecrate yourself. Come on, draw aside yourself. Lean into God and what he is doing and get ready for what the Lord is going to do. I declare by the Spirit of God that he is going to do amazing things among you, supernatural, incredible things. And I love what it says there. I'm going to do it among you. You're not going to see it from a distance. You're not going to just see it through someone else. He's going to do it among you. He's going to do it in you. He's going to do it through you. And it's all going to be for the Father's glory. I just feel like I I could just prophesy, 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 and I'm speaking to the God's future intention, which already exists in the eternal realm. And now you as a church, you're stepping in, stepping in. And the word of the Lord to you right now is this, step in. Don't wait for it just casually. Whatever happens, happens. No, it's a position of the heart. It's a pursuit of our lives that God is calling us to step in. In chapter 4, let's jump across to Joshua chapter 4 and verse 23. It says this, For the Lord your God dried up the Jordan before you until you had crossed over. Listen to this. The Lord your God did to the Jordan what he had done to the Red Sea when he dried it up before us until we had crossed over. The Lord God did at Jordan what he did at the Red Sea. Now, the miracle of the Jordan River and the the miracle of the Red Sea both had the same results. The waters parted. The children of Israel stepped through into what God had. But the methods were distinctly different. Just taking a moment or two, for those that don't know it, at the Red Sea, back under the leadership of Moses. Moses went there and under God's instruction, he held up the staff, his rod, and at that, holding that up, the, the waters parted and the children of Israel crossed over. When it came to Joshua 40 years later, God said, no, we're going to do it different this time. Why? Because I don't want you to rely upon a method the way it was done, but what am I doing now? As you step into this transition with life 
Point Church, we need to understand God is going to do miracles. That's what he did before. That's what he's doing now. That's what he's going to do in the future. But it's going to be different. Don't miss the miracles because we're concentrating on the methods. Joshua was instructed, sending the priests, the Levites, carrying the ark. And when their feet touch the water, the waters will Part. Very different methods, but the miracle was the same. In this new season, don't allow methods to become more important than miracles. And I want to remind you what I said in the previous passage that we just read the Lord is going to do amazing things among you. God wants you involved with what He is doing. This is not just what God's doing in Life Point, it's what God's doing in Fuse. It's not just what God's doing in Fuse, it's what God's doing in Life Point, it's what God is doing. Doing in the body of Christ around the world and God is saying I am moving and the miracles are about to increase it thus saith the Lord in Jesus name and I want you to be involved praise God Joshua chapter 5 just one more verse here Joshua 5 verse 12 says this the manna stop manna as an m-a-n-n-a manna the the bread that they used to eat it wasn't bread it was actually the hebrew word means what is it they don't even know and this is what we need to understand when god does something supernatural we cannot fully articulate what god is they didn't what is this we don't even know god's provided something we don't even know what it is how this has happened and it's like in the acts chapter 2 with the pentecost and and the came what seemed to be like tongues of fire. We don't even know what is going on. Be ready to not know what is going on, but be assured that Lord God Almighty is moving. Hallelujah. It says in Joshua 5 verse 12, the manna stopped the day after they ate the food from the land. Listen to this. The manna stopped the manna stopped the day after they ate the food from the land. There was no longer any manna for the Israelites. But that year, they ate the produce of Canaan. What an incredible picture. They had been provided a certain way, this little the wafers that they had to collect each day and eat. And, and that's how they survived. And that's how they were nourished. But it stopped. But provision didn't stop. It shifted. Now they ate the produce of Canaan. Do you remember what they brought? They, the two men had to carry one, one cluster of grapes or figs or whatever it was on, 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 on shoulders between two men. This was land flowing with milk and honey. And I want to declare that God is going to provide for you in a different way. It might not be the manna, but it is going to be the produce of the uh, promised land, the land of Canaan, and joining together in this kingdom partnership with Life Point Church. It will be a blessing to you and to your region, and you're going to enjoy the fruits of what God has been doing there. I want to tell you that the, the blessing of God on that house and the provision of God on that house, and when I say provision, I'm not talking finances, that's a part of it, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just the abundance of what God is doing, the supernatural that people save, heal, set free. Come on, this is this is the provision of God that what is on that house is going to overflow onto you. It's going to look different but God is saying I'm in this and it's time to 
early in the morning before we go let's just re-establish this time with the Lord it's time to understand that God's going to do things in a new way as we honor and respect the very presence of God holding tightly to God and lightly to other things knowing that's going to look different because we haven't been this way before but God of Moses is the God of Joshua come on the God of life point is the God of infuse and God is joining together for kingdom partnership I declared it previously I want to say it again kingdom over personal kingdom is greater than personal what God is doing in the extension of his kingdom globally is much greater than one person although every person matters Jesus ministered to individual people all the time you matter but guess what the people who are going to inherit salvation and eternal life through you also matter so God is preparing you man and woman of God God is raising you up not only in the family of God but in the army of God and it's through the doorway of intimacy and a pursuit of God get into God's word see some of the insights we brought from the a few scriptures here God wants to do that personally through you and to you and in you so be a man a woman of the word and a prayer of intimacy with God but jump on board I can't tell you enough as we enter this promised land Land, this promise of God, what God is doing in this transition of time of bringing together the promotion, not cancellation, it's kingdom over personal. So what part does Father, not you, not, you, not me, not Gary, not David, what part does Father want you? Yes, you. What part does Father want you to play in advancing his kingdom purpose? in this new era that we are stepping into god has a plan and it includes you yes the youngest to the oldest god has a plan and it includes you but it is a kingdom advancing plan it's not a comfort seeking it's not a personal kingdom building it's not a positional seeking it is a kingdom advancing, the kingdom of God, where hell suffers defeat and heaven gains a victory in the name of Jesus Christ, where people are saved, healed, and set free. And God says, will you come and be a part of what I am doing? In this transitional season, will you be a part? Will you ask the Father, what is it that you have called me to do? Praise God. Let me pray for us. Let me pray for you in this time together. Father, Thank you for your word. Your word is life. Your word is truth. There is power in your word. There is power in your word and in your spirit. And so I ask in the name of Jesus for my dear friends at Infused Church that today you will infuse them with the power of the Holy Ghost, not only in their bodies right now for those that are sick. And Lord, I do release that in Jesus' name. But I release the Spirit of God to reveal their part in your kingdom purpose. May we embrace the word. May we commit to this journey. May we anticipate it. Wait, may we bring faith to the equation, faith to the conversations, Lord. May we refuse to open the door to fear or anxiety, Lord God, or confusion, but Lord, let us know the truth, the truth set us free, and let us be part of your kingdom purposes. I declare your blessing over every person right now today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we thank you for your word, your spirit, and all that you're doing. Thank you, Father. We love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.
Well, God bless you, dear friends. I, I pray that today is a significant day in your life and I release God's blessing and favor on you in Jesus' name. We can't wait to connect with you again soon. Bless you heaps. Love you guys. Have a great day.